sharing huge space. Look how fast he's going. Polar opposite of the conditions he won in Lords. Rain soaked Lords. They're getting the last step down. The crowd is roaring. He is going to do it. He's going to smash the time. Downhill racer and our expert here today, Andrew Needling. Podcast listeners, welcome to Moving the Needle. I am your host, Andrew Nietling. This is a bonus episode because we are excited. The 2020 revised World Cup calendar has been released by the UCI. Things are set to kick off on the 5th to the 6th of September in Lenzerheide, Switzerland. Both the XC guys and the DHs will be there, and they're going to race three weekends in a row. Next weekend in Val de Sol, followed by Leger in France. The XC guys don't get a break because on the 4th of October, well, they're in Nova Mesta. It's going to host two rounds. Everyone comes together from the 5th to the 11th October in Leogang, Austria for the World Championships. The last time we raced the World Champs here, Greg Menard would take the win in the men's DH. Well, I reached out to him to hear what the most prolific downhill of our time had to say about this new schedule. Known as the GOAT, I'm sure he's got some good strategy to adapt to something like this, the new schedule. And speaking of something new, the last two rounds of the downhill series in Maribor, Slovenia and Loza, Portugal are set to host two rounds. Yes, you heard that right. They're going to race twice at that venue, I would think, on the same track. So, let's hear from Greg his thoughts. We've got Greg Manar here. We've managed to kind of get him to sit in one place. I think this is maybe the longest he's sat still or been at his house in 20 odd years so greg how are you feeling and we're going to speak about some good news as well with the world cup schedule yeah it was good needles thanks for uh adding me to this um yeah it's cool it, it's been obviously a, a bit of change being home for so long but it's, it's also been refreshing at the same time yeah, I mean, it's it's not nice to have the racing get put on pause, but I think you, for one, have been doing it for so long. Maybe a little reset, little reflection, and sitting still has been good. Kind of feel like a normal person for once in your life. Yeah, it has been a bit of an adjustment. But, uh, yeah, I think rather a, a postponed calendar than a, a cancelled calendar. So it's... Um, yeah, I think it's. I think UCI have done well to come up with a schedule, and I'm glad we've got a schedule this season because there's a lot of other sports and Olympics and everything else that just got pushed over to the following year. So I'm, I'm glad they've come up with something good this year. That's a positive thing, and let's jump straight into it. They've released what they hope will be the schedule. Interesting to note things like Mary Ball and Loza will have two rounds. So. Speak to me about the, the schedule. It'll kick off in Lenzerheide. It's it's so positive to get something. At least they've put something on paper, and that's their goal. So how, how do you feel about it? How motivated are you? Oh, I'm motivated for it. I think, uh, I think yeah, as I said earlier, we're lucky to have a schedule. I think to, for UCL to come up with seven race World Cup series is, is really good. I mean, it took them a while to communicate and let us know what was going on, but they've got nothing really to update us on it's really hard for them to start saying oh we're gonna have this uh calendar out and you know they don't even know what's going on internationally with this COVID so um I think it's cool I mean it's gonna be pretty tough I don't think we've ever raced so many races back to back and you know two two World Cup races in one weekend it's gonna be a bit different but at the same time I mean we're all on the same boat but rather more racing than, than less 
Yeah, I mean, you've got three odd months to prepare mentally for having two races at a venue. It is different, like you say, but I think anyone will take this option versus no racing. So it's pretty short-sighted to then bitch and complain about something that could be good for you guys, for the sponsors and the fans at home. Oh, it's definitely a positive. I mean, obviously you'll see some guys bitching and moaning and that's, that's normal. It seems to be the same guys anyway, time after time. But I think, uh, yeah, sponsors need it, the riders need it. I mean, most riders have a bonus program. So, you know, if, if there's more races, there's more chance of them getting to their caps of their bonuses. So there's all financial benefits from, from everyone, really. So I think at, at UCI, we're really good at coming up with the schedule and coming up with this idea to run, you know, two, two World Cups on one weekend. I mean, I think if you look at Supercross, what they're trying to do um, to finish off their season, I think, you know, UCI have, have really come up with a good plan. Yeah, I think having that many different venues, and, and we don't know if it'll 100% go ahead, but I mean, if you put something as a goal, we, you guys can work towards it. And uh, kicking off in Lenzerheide, so... I mean, I think it's safe to say if you like some of the venues, especially the ones that you have two races at, that's really positive. You know, if you messed up one race, but you know you have the speed, you got another chance. But I think guys at home that know they're bad at that venue, it's obviously double as bad. Well, you can't have a bad race. I mean, you can't have a bad track these days. So, you know, if that's your mindset going into a race, you're going to be off the back anyway. So, um but I have to agree. I think if you can have a good weekend or a good race, the first race out of the, the double header, I think it might give you a bit of confidence going into the next weekend. But, um, you know, there's so many different aspects now. It's it's not just a downhill race. It's two downhill races and two qualifiers. So it somewhat brings in a, a different strategy in how you look at the race and how you prepare because you might be really strong for the first race but really tired for the second. So... Um, it's it's going to be an interesting season, but I think you'll have the same guys getting it for for the top step. Yeah, I mean, our sport never really lets you have a bad race, and now it's just more condensed. So you've already given me a, a valuable insight there. It seems like you're forced to start thinking three months ahead and, and sort of strategy already. And it seems like fitness is really going to pay key if you have two two rounds at, at one race. So talk to me going into it. you got almost three months, if not more. So it's almost like we're speaking in January for an April start. That's basically the timeline we have now. So is it something that you get on the, the blower with your, your trainers and you start really hashing out a, a plan for this? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's really tough going through um, six weeks at home trying to train and and, 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 and prepare. You know, we're, we're in our last training phase going into what would have been Portugal. But, you know, now it's, yeah, we're back in December, January, so it's almost a reset. So I've taken a few weeks off and uh, probably start training again next week or so and get back into it. You know, it's, it's really hard to keep that intensity and the schedule of training going. Um, I think a part of that's going to be really important to make sure you your strategy into what you're training for is right. But then again, I think you're also going to need to make sure your equipment's right, which is pretty cool because you've got the whole summer to to test and get the bike ready and everything else. You know, there's not going to be much change in once the season starts. You need to your bike needs to be 100% ready, and um, there's no like uh, we'll go testing next week and sort out an issue. Uh, we're going to be on it from 
from the first race. Oh, that's another key point. Someone like yourself takes a lot of time off his bike um, to reset himself, get motivation. Then you like to build up through a race season. Even sometimes at a World Cup, you're still testing, figuring things out. Is this something, if you're allowed, you're going to get over to Europe early, go to somewhere like Morzine with Marshy, and really nail down some of that preseason stuff you would do? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've got the whole summer ahead, so it's, you know, we're racing, I think most of, well, most of the resorts are normally closed when we're going to start the season, so it is quite late. So we have a, a great summer to to test and get the bikes figured out, so that's quite cool. It's just uh, whether air travel opens up. I mean, right now I'm a bit stuck in South Africa, and uh, trying to find an option to get to Europe is really hard. So... Um, hopefully things will ease up a little bit over the next couple of weeks and and then we can head over and, and start planning some, some racing. You know, I think it also opens up some IXS Cup as well as some other national events in Europe. So um, it, it's going to be, although it's a different year, it's going to be a good year. It is. It's going to be different. It's going to be exciting, but let's hope we go racing. And that is, you, you don't know, it's day by day, especially being in South Africa or New Zealand, some of their lockdown and travel bans are more harsh than others. So it's going to be interesting moving ahead to see what sort of uh, allowance you have for traveling. So let's hope that everyone can get to these races and that they're on. And you spoke about some preseason races, which maybe for yourself, you don't often do. You've got so much experience, you're not needing it. But now, I mean, you've got to be swinging at the first one and ready to go. Looking at the schedule, there's a crankworks thrown in there as well. It's not obviously on the World Cup schedule. Is that something that people will do just because they need more bike time. I guess it'll be a case by case. If you're not feeling good before Worlds, you might want to do another race. Uh, do you ha Have you even thought about something like that? Where, when is the, which crankwork fits into where? So crankworks will be after the first three rounds. And then from what I've researched, there's a, there's a break and then Worlds would happen. So potentially instead of when the XE World Cup would be around the 29th of September to 4th of October, there's a potential crankworks event. Which some would are you, you on know, the crankworks payroll or something? Uh, well, not at the not at the moment. It. I mean, she's needles. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at the moment. There's no payroll for any of us. No, I'm I'm interested on the mindset because I know how it works in a normal season. It's it's a fun event. You go and have yeah, a laugh. Yeah. But you know, there's um, world, world yeah, champs. Crankworks is up. a good series. You know, it's 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 the second uh, to me, like a second tier to to world, to the World Cup, and then the IXS. Um, and then the access cup. So, if there is crankworks that fits in, in a good schedule, yeah, maybe the week before Worlds, after three back-to-back -back weekends, it might be nice to rest um, and recover. Um, so that one I'd probably skip. But if there's one before or one after, I'm probably going to do it. I think it's um, uh, I think it's a season where we can add a bit more. You know, having the World Cup season so compressed, you normally um, you know, you might have two weeks two weeks off between World Cups, and then that time you're preparing for the the following World Cups. So you're either traveling or or something. You know, you're taking it easy or recovering, and then training towards. So, so having the season so condensed allows you time to 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 add another events prior to the season and after the season. So, um, I think once the World Cup season kicks off, I think it's going to just be all eyes on the World Cup. I don't think there's going to be much time to slip in the race here or there. Yeah, and then from what I'm hearing is it seems like this forced break longer than you normally take in an off-season. Yes, it's nice to be home, but it sounds like you're raring to go 
and within reason for your preparation, you'll do as many races as you can that you're allowed to do. Um, obviously, focus on World Cup and Worlds, but it sounds like you're not always one to go to all these other events, but if it works and you're over there anyway, why not get some racing in? Yeah, I think, you know, I've always thought about trying to fit in like a little national event here and there, and maybe this is the year to do it. So I've always felt like, you know, I've never raced a German national race, and I'm sure there's really good tracks, and I know there's really good tracks in Germany, so maybe pop over and do an event there or, or go to a Spanish Cup or or maybe a, a, a what's it, what are they called, the National Point Series in the UK or something, you know, just pop up at a local event. So maybe that's the time to do it, um, if, if it allows. I mean, I know that the event's going to be pretty tricky still through the summer, and hopefully um, there's enough time to, to get things ready for the World Cup. But I think any kind of event right now is pretty hard to set up and to organize. Yeah, I don't want to be uh, behind the closed doors and freeing out the red tape. Um, we've got world health regulations and then local regulations. What about the weather? I mean, we're looking, as you said, some of these ski resorts wouldn't even be open for biking, some of them. So um, it's going to be some interesting weather and almost planned for the worse um, going into these rounds. Well, uh, you plan for the worst going to any race. I mean, it can rain at any event. There's probably 50% of, of the World Cup season has rain at some point. So um, I don't think that's going to matter. I think if you look at the schedule and where the events are, you know, going back to Portugal, there's probably less chance of raining um, in September, October than there is in, in April. So I don't know if that's a, yeah, I don't think that's a concern for us. I think a concern is actually starting the season and getting it done with. I think. Well, there's not going to be much of an issue. It's the same, you know, every season. So just because it's later doesn't necessarily mean it'll be wetter. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why you're at the top for so long. These things, uncontrollables, don't seem to bug you. I guess you just got to pack your your warm gear and, and your raincoat and, and off you go. I definitely agree with that. I think some of the early mornings will be cold. I think bikes and setup will be interesting as the You don't want to be in B practice. Right. You definitely well, that, you, don't want to be in B you, practice. <laughs> no, and that's maybe more to the riders that were in B. You, you're used to the, the late mornings and, and getting going later. So that that's pretty interesting. But then what do you think is going to be the deciding factor on a short World Cup season like this? Is it aggression or is it kind of more consistent and not getting injured? I mean, if you take one injury at round one or two, I mean, you're, you're out for the season even if it's a minor one. Yeah, I mean, in, in previous seasons, you can allow for a little bit of injury and there's normally a bit of time to recover, but now you can't even have a niggle. You know, you have to you have to be, yeah, yeah it's going to be weird. I don't, I don't really know the approach, whether it's to just take it a bit more cautious or to just attack from the start. Um, that's going to be a tricky one. And uh, I'm sure when you're racing, you're racing all out, but maybe it's worth backing off a little bit in training because that's when most of the accidents happen, you know, so... Um, maybe back and off. It's going to be interesting going into these double headers. You know, are, the, are you going to practice the same amount, or you know, try and save yourself through the days? And no one's really um, experienced this, so it's different. It's cool. I think I, I'm I'm just stoked to be racing as much as we're going to be racing. Yeah, it is exciting. It's it's going to be a whole different ball game when it kicks off, and we as fans at home are going to be excited to definitely see it. Have you had chats with uh, Sessler and the team? Already, you know, as soon as the things launched and some some game plans, what, what's that looking like for a team? You know, for us at home that that are not kind of privy to some of that information. 
Well, we had a big Zoom call last night. The whole team was on it. And uh, we just caught up. We didn't really have an agenda. It was nice to just chat to everyone. You know, we we'd normally, well, we used to just seeing everyone at this time. And now we're all at home, um, stuck. And uh, it, it was nice just having a chat. So I know as soon as the schedule came out, I know Ceci's been flat out trying to make sure accommodation's in place and everything else. So it's quite busy from that side. I think... Um, I think next we'll be trying to set up testing and, and and events. You know, we've got a whole schedule of events that are possible that we can compete in, and but now it's just picking out the right ones and and going with a, uh, a schedule that we think's fitting for the season. Yeah, and I mean, you might be having to charter a boat or swimming across the pond to get over there. If the, tra- the travel bans, I can't wait to see what sort of uh, cheeky ways we're going to have to look into. If oh man, I, I actually found a. I phoned a friend of mine uh, who's got some business and I know they've got a private jet and I was just like, worst case scenario, I'm going to have to look at some desperate measures. So he goes, yeah, he needs to get to Europe too. So I thought, oh, that's cool. He goes, yeah, well, we can share, we can share a jet. So I was like, oh, that, that, that's going to, you know, not be too bad. So I was like, well, what are we looking at? About <laughs> 50 grand each. Yeah, so, US now, uh, huh? Yeah. So that would be... <laughs> That would be the last last result. I'll, uh, well, there's going to be some desperate jet owners, so maybe as long as this ticks on, you might get a better deal on that. But I, I have a guy I play That's golf with, and he charters planes, and they've got to charge you to get it back to wherever base is. You know? So you might hope for a one-way. So maybe I'll start making some calls. I might be on the same same jet, dude, trying to get over there. Hey, cool. That's down now. What, what does that make it down to? You and your mates? So we're down to 25 th- each, four yeah, of us. 25 each. So, uh, And maybe we can do a GoFundMe page to get uh, Greg Minot to the World Cup. So you can't have a race Jeez, series needles. without the GoFundMe. You're on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're on it. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think the race fans will happily step up to get uh, all the top dogs there. So, yeah, jokes aside, I think it's positive. It's great to have a conversation that's leading in the right direction. And, um, I look forward to that and, and catching up more when we get closer to it, when we have even more concrete details. So thanks for your time. I can't wait to see some racing and, and see you guys doing some preparation. Yeah, cool, Needles. Thanks a lot for the chats. And yeah, let's hope this season kicks off. Awesome. Cheers. Go, cool, A big thank you to Greg Minar for coming on the podcast and sharing his insight and thoughts on this new UCI revised calendar. How good is it to speak about some exciting news for a change? Let's hope that we do go racing in early September. A big thank you and shout out goes to you guys at home. I see all the ratings and reviews and shares. Log on to Apple, give us a review, and I'm on all those other podcast platforms. So guys, thank you, and until next time, stay well.